All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Two Five Media Football Show. I'm your host, Episode Thirty. We're gonna recap today, guys. Week Week Fourteen recap. Week Six. I got my co-host here, Lucas Gainer. Of course, before you go, Lucas, I want to say good evening to the East Coast and the Central, and obviously the Midwest Coast people. But Lucas Gainer, how was your weekend? And how's your Tuesday going? Oh, listen, it was a great weekend of football, especially because my favorite team cannot embarrass me in front of everybody on Monday night. Okay, we actually figured it out. Okay, a lot of things are going well. We're still in the playoff line. It's of course, but Vince, I'm good, man. Glad to be back here with you and another appearance from our special guest. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Our special guest came back. It's going to be CJ. CJ, how was your Tuesday? How was your Weekend was great. Weekend was great. Monday was even better. For all the reasons Lucas just explained. Glad to be back on the show, man. Let's get it. Yes, sir. Let's start. Let's get it started. Lucas, tell everybody right, so, the game we're about to play before the recap, please. Yeah, I just figured, inspired by actually a couple of people, Vince and I know, they did a little something on their draft or on their podcast. Shout out to Tariq and Bryce, Hoodie and the Headband Man. Go listen to them. But they did a little draft for the NBA. Got me thinking, inspired me. CJ's the AF. East Patriots fan. So we're going to do a little a little quick like fantasy draft. So how, what it's going to be is you're going to have a quarterback, one or two running backs, two or three wide receivers, a tight end, a team's defense, and a team's O-line. So CJ, since you're the guest man, I'll ask you two questions. So one, do you think we should do completely healthy or do you think we should do right now? That's the first question. Maybe we should do right now. All right. I'm, oh, man. See, that definitely tough. makes it tougher and tough. I like that. I like yeah. that. And then secondly, CJ, we're going to do it like a snake draft. So it'll be reverse order every time. And CJ, would you like to pick one, two, or three? Yeah, well, one. I think it, I think I'll just pretty much set the tone for the rest of the draft. But I'll go one. I'll go one. Okay, all right. We'll give CJ the first pick. All right. And then lastly, CJ, I lied. I'll actually ask you to pick a number between one and 12. And then Vince and I will guess to see who gets the other two spots. So one through 12. One through 12. I'm going to say seven. All right, hold on. Take one in your head this time, and then me and Vince will guess. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> oh, my All right, bad, so you got bad. it? <laughs> yeah, good, I'm good. Okay, go Vince, ahead. you go ahead. Pick a number oh, one. Twenty-five. I'm going to go with 10. What was it? What, what did Vince say? Five. Nah, keep going. I said 10, so who was closer? You were closer. Let's go. Was, uh... All right. You know what, Vince? You know what, Vince? You like your two picks in the row. I'll be nice. I'll pick the second pick. You can have the third pick. How about that? <laughs> I know why you want that. Anyway, <laughs> I know you want, you want I get crappy players. Anyway, go on. Let's go. All righty. So we'll kick it off. So we're doing right now. Injuries apply. So that yep. means no Damian Harris, no Brees Hall, no some of these other players. Keep in mind that Vince while you're drafting. So yeah. CJ, why don't you kick us off, man? I have a feeling I know who it's going to be, but you can kick us off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. First pick, I got to go Josh Allen. Just too easy. No brainer. Okay. Yeah, with the quarterback competition in the AFC East, I think that was a clear pick. Yeah. <laughs> now that the great, the best QBs off the board, I'm gonna go with the. Listen, there's two guys I really like. I'm gonna go with my favorite player, pretty much in the NFL. That's not a Patriot. I'm gonna go with Stephon Diggs. Okay. All right. Let me go Tyree Kill. Okay. Okay. Now Vince, it's on you again. I can't pick an injured player. Damn it! I'm not damn you. It's just, I like this though. This is gonna be tough. I'm gonna go with Garrett Wilson. Oh damn! Stole my pick, man. Very well said. Okay. Uh, Lucas? That's a good pick. So I guess I'm going to go. Listen, I know he got injured last night, but I think he's not ruled out or nothing. So I think this is fair game. I got to get my boy Mondre. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. Andre. Okay. Okay. Now this. So the positions we got to go. It could be in order, right? You can pick. You can, we can quarterback defense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You can take it right. any way you want. All right. Yeah. I got the Jets defense. My second. Oh, okay. 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 Look, and then one. Go ahead. Yeah. It's on you against him. And running back. Ooh. Took my Jerry Dan. Brees is out. So yeah, so not a lot of, not a lot of running. I'll go Waddle. I'll go Waddle. I'll wait. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Damn, Lucas. All right, and I will, I'll type this up and put this on Twitter after, and we'll put a little poll out here. But uh, I've got Diggs and Andre. Okay, I'm going to wait on QB again. I'm going to go with Gabe Davis. Get another weapon. That sounds good, Lucas. Sounds good for me. Okay, I'm going to go with Bill's defense. Okay. Okay. Let me go with – I'm going to go with Elijah Moore. Oh, see, unlike your boy Zach Wilson, Vince, see you actually value Elijah. Moore. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, dang, Jacoby's out. That's tough. Oh. Exactly. It looks hard. No, this is hard. Okay, I'm gonna go with the Bills' offensive line. Bills' yeah. O line. Let me get Hunter Henry. Oh. And I'm trying to think about another receiver. It's yeah, it's tough. It's <laughs> tough. I'm gonna go. I'll go born, even though just selling them right now. But yeah, we born. will definitely get to that, CJ. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> Yeah. All right, so it's back on me. So I got Mondre. I got two receivers. I got my own line. You know what? I'm gonna go against the grain here. With these weapons, with this O line, I think he'd be the better quarterback. Give me Mac Jones instead of Tua. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 I'm going cool Beasley. No, I'm kidding. You got signed today. Kidding, kidding. You joke. Joke, everybody. Okay. Um, let me give me Jasicki. I need to tie it in, obviously. That's my friend of mine. Shout out to my Jasicki. I'm going with. I need an old line. I'm going. Fuck you, Lucas. <laughs> you want um... Trent Brown? <laughs> sure. Fuck you. I'm going <laughs> Pat- I'm going Patriots online, please. Have fun. Okay. Thanks. Nice. <laughs> so. Now I pretty much just need a tight end, and I need a third wide receiver and a defense after this. So I'm going to go with – I'm going to take my Patriots defense, man. Patriots defense? All right. No one pick Miami's O-line, right? No. <laughs> no, right. no. I didn't want to. <laughs> right now, I... They're um, better than the Patriots O-line. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. No doubt. <laughs> Between them and the Jets, but the way Mike White was getting rocked, I'm going to go Miami O-line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's getting speared by Matt Milano. Right, yeah, uh, that was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I got a double, right? Double pick, right? Hey, I'm running back now, hey, yeah. and then I should be good. Running back. Yeah, oh, Damian yeah. oh, Harris is out. That's tough. Got the other Harris that played yesterday. He's a rookie, though. I wouldn't take him. I'll go. I'll go Singletary. It's okay. My guy. Okay. Yeah. It's my guy Singletary, and then I will. I will finish it off with the. Damn, tight ends. Listen, I know we don't have a salary cap, but I'm not taking John who's cap hit, so give me Dawson Knox. How about that? Okay, 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 okay. Uh, has anyone picked Hines yet or no? No, no I'm, I'm picking Hines. Hines and... Oh, Vince, I didn't know we had punt returners on this. No, give me Hines and – oh, you mean Hines more? That's funny. Let me go – and I, didn't have... I don't need no more running backs. Right, Lucas, I'm, I'm pretty much – oh, quarterbacks will be – I think we'd have one more. Yeah, I'm going to uh... – Yeah, you got it. You want Zach Wilson? I thought you loved him, Vince. But I do, I do. But I gotta be honest with my team right here, though. <laughs> yeah, I think all I have left is a third wide receiver. Slim Pickens at this point, at the end of the day. Yeah. Oh my! I'm not taking Braxton Berrios, Vince. Give me a take. 
I don't even. I'll take Tyquan Thornton, get a little speed. Got to okay. shut out my okay. Patriots, man. Come on, man. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna go with Tyquan. Damn. That's my last pick. Yeah. I need a number three wide receiver. Give me. Let's see Miami. They got Schofield, Wilson. Jets. I need a possession guy. I'll take Corey Davis. Yeah, it's a good pick, man. Yeah. Let's see, we're three. All right. All right so, so real quick here, we'll go through the teams, see who thinks who won. I'll go through my team. So I had Mac, Gabe Davis, Von Diggs. I took Taekwon for a little bit of speed. I got my guy, Mondre. I got the Bills O-line, got the Patriots defense. And I got Dawson Knox. That's pretty much the Bills with Mac, Jones, and Mondre at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, so... I don't know if that makes them a better team than they are right now in real life. I like my squad, but I don't know really how confident I would be in them at the end of the day. <laughs> how about you, CJ Vince? Okay. My my team, I have obviously my quarterbacks, Tua. My running backs, I have my running backs, Hines. I got my receivers, Garrett Wilson. I got Ty, Tyreek Hill. I got Elijah Moore. My tight end, Jasicki. My old line is obviously my the Patriots' old line, and my defense is the Bills. So I like my team. I like it. I like it. What about you, CJ? And I got Miami's O line, Bills' defense, Josh Allen. Who else? I took Kendrick Bourne, Waddle, Waddle, yeah, Corey Davis, Hunter Henry, and like another running back. I took Singletary, uh, right? Singletary, yes, Devin Singletary. That's my squad. All right, all right. Now, Vince, at the end of the day, you said yesterday, you said to me, you said, I'm a little worried. I think CJ's going to kick our ass in this exercise. And uh, listen, at the end of the day, I think CJ's skill players aren't maybe as flashy as ours, but he's got the best defense for my money. Yeah. He's got a good O-line, and he's got by far the best quarterback, Vince. So I think yeah, that came I to fruition, I honestly. I think CJ takes this one home, man. But I'll post it on Twitter, and we'll see what the people think. All right, all right. <laughs> I gave me the first good pick. Job, that, that, was, that was fun. I was like, imagine that was healthy. Imagine healthy players. But, uh, man. Yeah, Vince always loves making the excuses, man. No, Come no. On, man. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you can call me excuse, Vince. Anyways, let's get it started, though. Patriots, <laughs> Patriots, Cardinals. My thoughts real quick about that game is going to be this, though. First of all, shout out to Jelani Tabal. He made a good play on the fourth down. Okay. <laughs> shout out to Roquan McMillan because he got that touchdown fumble. Okay. Shout out to Mac. He played good. Shout out to the running backs. Okay. Pierre Strong and the other running back that played. Uh, Harris. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Harris. Yes. But no, man. Also, prayers for Kyler Murray, man. It sucks to get a knockout tech injury, getting a 20 ACL. So, prayers for Kyler. But a good way for the Patriots. So, CJ, what was your thoughts about the game and what changed the momentum for the game for the Patriots in your mind? Prayers up to Kyler, first and foremost, like you said. Just, man, what a season, offseason he's had. It's probably one of the worst seasons he's had ever as an athlete, probably as a person yeah. with the contract, yeah. and then now to finish it off at ACL. Tough. So prayers up to Kyler. Hope he gets back healthy 100%, special quarterback. This game, I was a little nervous about this game because I went out though Kyler was going to play the entire game. So I knew New England struggles against mobile quarterbacks. So yeah. I was concerned, but. When he went out, definitely the confidence started to rise. Yeah, that that DeAndre Hopkins fumble six. I mean, that that was the game, right? Yeah, that's what we needed. We needed that kind of momentum momentum uh, change because Colt McCoy was diving up New England's defense a little yeah. bit. Yeah, dunks, getting down the field, slow and methodical, but made that big play. We needed that play, and then we got a touchdown on top of it too because the Patriots offense, <laughs> I think. Second to last or dead last in the red zone offense this year. When they get in the red area, it's either three or nothing. So 
Glad we got that touchdown. McLennan was a Roquan made a big play. McMillan, excuse me, had a big play. Yeah. The offense, not really, not that impressed. Made a couple plays. The Hunter Henry played down the field off the scene. That was probably the play of the game. Aguilar made a, he makes a catch and then he drops two balls. So that's Aguilar. Kendrick Bourne got involved a little bit more. That was good to see. Yep. Uh, finally. An important win for the Patriots and to keep them alive in this playoff push, this playoff hunt. And then for the Cardinals, you know, their season is over. But, but yeah, so good for New England. Glad they got the dub and they're able to keep it going. I'm still, I still have, I'm still not impressed completely by this team. So we'll see how they do going forward. Yeah. Got the Lucas, what about you? I feel the same way CJ does about a lot of things. It was, Vince, I told you off air that this game was going to decide how I was going to root the rest of the season. If Bill came out and was outcoached by, my, for my money, the worst coach in the NFL in Kingsbury. <laughs> If the Patriots got outcoached, especially if with Colt McCoy and they ended up losing that game, I probably would have just been pining for the best draft pick possible. <laughs> yeah. And for some pretty bad <laughs> outcomes, just to maybe see the clean the coaching staff minus Bill, because I still believe in Bill Belichick. You're never going to get me to go against him, pretty much. Besides maybe trusting some guys too much. But we've been over that uh, multiple times on 30 episodes, Vince. <laughs> but, uh, but no, listen. But they won the game. Their offense looked a little bit better. They still tried those intermediate to deep pass plays that I don't love, that I don't think that is the most efficient way to move the ball for this offense. But hey, they put up points on the board. Like CJ said, they got seven a couple times instead yep. of three. Yep. Okay, they're doing this while very banged up. No Jacoby Myers, who's our wide receiver one. Yep. No Devontae Parker, who's been our wide receiver two, leading the NFL in yards per catch. Yeah. Okay, you know, prayers, prayers up to him. Prayers yes. up to him, too. And yes. Jack Jones, um, too. And Jack Jones, yes. And yep. Jack Jones, yes. Yep. In fact, that's my guy, Jack Jones. But seriously, shout out to Nelson Aguilar, too, for taking that knee, trying to get the play stopped. Yep. I mean, there's no way a football, that a player on the field should be the one thing that somebody has a concussion and attempting to stop the game when there's literally people paid to do that for the NFL. Yep. So, good shout out to Nelson for that. Great teammate for that. And I hope Devontae Parker is okay as a, just in general, first and foremost. Obviously, we need him on the field, but concussions I don't play with. So hopefully he can get back to full health. But the Patriots came out and they moved the ball a lot better in the second half, I thought. They made some adjustments at halftime. Obviously, on paper, I don't think I love 13 screen passes or 12 screen passes. But <laughs> hey, I've been asking for different things than 15 to 20 yards down the field. Okay, they get the ball out quick. We have some guys who can make plays. Marcus Jones, Pierre Strong showed himself for the first time. With that jump cut in the hole, boom, 40-something yard run. Yep. Okay, he had a couple of nice catches on a screen pay. We know Mondre can do something in space. So at the end of the day, even KB too. So at the end of the day, it looks funny. I don't love it. Like I said, I'm not like amazingly impressed by screens, but yeah. I am glad that it's at least switching it up a little bit, getting the ball out quicker. Yeah. You know, you, even if it's four or five yards. By, were you impressed by Pierre Strong and Kevin Harris last night? Oh, definitely, definitely. Kevin Harris had a couple drives that were really impressive, and then I don't know if he showed like it was just hit and miss. But when he was right, running yeah. the ball, it was really good. The touchdown run was impressive. Pierre Strong once also was impressive, and he showed us nothing like this year because we know rookie running backs don't usually play in New England. Bill's hand yeah. was forced. They stepped up. They made plays. A lot of rookies made plays. Tyke one had a couple of catches. Marcus Jones, man. Yes. Look, we're talking about CJ about said last time we talked to CJ he said I think he might I might have to get a jersey. And I was thinking <laughs> about the I was thinking about the Jack Jones jersey, but listen, Marcus has proven himself. I might need up at the end of the day because that number twenty five in red would look real good. He's Fire. making plays on offense. He's making plays on defense. He leads the league in punt return average in the NFL. What a great pick. I can't believe he fell to 85 and high. And I've just loved seeing him, and I love that we're using him. 
offense, man. Get the ball in yep. playmakers' hands. I don't care who it is. But, Matt Patricia, for the love of God, can we get more Kendrick Bourne? Yeah. For the love of God. No, yeah. yeah. No, see, this man, look, you've been saying this week, too. He, caught the, he was doing well against Miami, and then they stopped giving him the ball. I don't know why. I thought, listen, yeah. I thought Bourne was fine. For a thousand yard season at the beginning yeah, of the year, I was telling that, people yep. it could happen. Easy, yep. easy. He had, his, okay. he had the best year of his career last year. Literally, the best year of his career. And he goes from that to the worst year of his career. He, and he's, his numbers are worse than he was in San Fran. It's crazy, bro. And he's not even, and the thing is, that they're not, it's not even like last year he used this. When San Francisco, I think he was a shorter area guy, moved the chains. Yep. Yep. But he proved last year that he can go up and win a contested catch multiple times yep. in the red zone, too. And I don't know, it's mystifying to see. And you know what? I got to be honest. I think it probably ties back to how Kendrick is open with the media. Now, I'm not saying that's right. But if you remember all the way back at training camp, Kendrick Bourne said that, oh, a lot of new terminology. And then he's a couple times come out saying that he doesn't know about the offense or whatever. And I don't think he should be punished for that. Because, listen, transparency, there's nothing wrong with that. It's not like he he was disrespectful in the way he said things. Yeah. I think he was just being transparent. I think that's probably a case of egos getting a little too big in the coaching room, leaving him off the field. If I had to, I know that's speculative, but seriously, I think we can all tell the guy's a playmaker and he, he deserves more snaps that he's just not getting because Aguilar, I love the guy. I think he's a really good guy. I think he can serve a purpose, but he doesn't look like the guy in Oakland. He looks like the guy from Philly. You know what I'm saying? never have more targets than Kendrick Bourne. 100% CJ. Yeah, never have more targets than Kendrick Bourne, bro. He's a gadget. No, he's not, a, he's a gadget big. receiver. He's a, just a, he's a vertical guy, play action, linebacker, uh, safeties come down, just throw exactly. the Aguilar. That's that's who he is. He's not a guy that's going to get six, seven, eight catches a game for 110 yards. Not his style. Yeah, but uh, before we, before you guys switch over, you said Bourne was vocal to the media. Ended up being offense is terrible. He was right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, oh, it's like, he said it's in like the training camp. He ended up being right. No, it's like that meme where it's like, why are you booing me? I'm right. I don't. I didn't say anything that was wrong, and now I'm being punished for it. So, I, listen, at the end of the day, I do have some concerns about Bill trusting these guys, but let's not get too negative here. This is a big win for the Patriots on primetime, a rare Monday night appearance. We're back in the playoff hunt. We The Patriots need to win next week against Vegas. Vince, yeah. we've talked a lot about this Raider game, okay? And – it will crush my soul if Josh McDaniels goes out there and puts on a winning performance against us. But listen, you know what? I think we can handle that game, but we need that game if we want to make the playoffs. Hey, I'm looking forward to it, but overall, pretty decent performance from the Patriots. And Trent Brown, get out right now. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't blame you, Lucas. But with that being said, Texas and Cowboys. Now, this is an interesting game. I know people are getting out the Cowboys because how the hell do you win by five against the worst team in football, which I get that. But at the end of the day, it's football, guys, right? And which, by the way, hey, I thought the Texans were going to upset them. To me, I feel like they should have gone for the field goal, be up by six, and who knows what happened after that. I get why they went for it. It was working during the game, too. I thought, no, guys, seriously, I already thought because Dak was the interception, I thought, that, oh, shit, here we go. Texas getting taking a touchdown. They win the game, boom. Uh, but no, the Cowboys stopped them. And shout out to Tony Pollard, man. That man deserves a lot of cash. Lucas been on this podcast. And no, seriously, we, 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 you know, look, we, we were talking about Papali, and I know some Cowboy fans can be mad at you, but you think Papali is, is better than Zeke, and you're not right, bro, you're not wrong. This man, is, this man is fast, he's on fire for fantasy, and this man should be paid. And real quick, he's gonna get before, paid. Before, before I let you guys go, should people put some respect on Dallas? Because I know people are going to be like, I don't think Dallas is scary <laughs> because Dallas will, our accident waiting to happen. So, Lucas, 
Do you think, because we're podcasting with, by the way, shout out to Ashley on next Tuesday on Clubhouse. Can't wait to podcast with her. But Lucas, your thoughts about this game. Shout out to Tony Pollard. But should people put some respect on the Cowboys? So first, before I answer the I will say that yeah. Tony Pollard is great, but one of my favorite parts about Tony Pollard is the way he plays allows Zeke to be a much more effective running back. And how I mean by that is as a defense, when you're preparing for a guy as shifty and agile as Tony Pollard and fast and explosive, there's not many guys more explosive than him. That's a different type of runner than Zeke. So you're on your toes waiting for that cut. Then they bring in Zeke. And Zeke is a, still a decent running back in the NFL. He will run straight through your face. That is a dude. And I think sharing the you know, the work the workload duties between these two guys, I think has really made them both better running backs, honestly. Uh-huh. It's not just a one or the other. And as far as the Cowboys, listen, I've been saying to you for weeks now, listen, I know that I've getting clowned for it because everybody always thinks it's the Cowboys years, especially Cowboy fans. Okay. Yeah. But to me, this Cowboy team feels like a very real team. I think they have some consistency issues. You've seen them have that massive game against the Vikings, and then they can barely scrape by against the Texans. But at the end of the day, any given Sunday can happen. Yep, exactly. And Davis Mills, even though that team is not very good, I think they're probably the Lovey probably hard. I think Davis was probably a little fired up from having being benched for Kyle Allen, who is clearly yeah. not an NFL quarterback. I think Davis is still early in his career. He's probably fired up. He played a pretty decent game, but the Cowboys got the win, and a win is a win. At the end of the day, it's slightly concerning to me, the ups and the downs with the Cowboys. Are you concerned about their defense getting injured? Injuries are always going to concern me, but I think that defense has a plethora of playmakers that don't worry me too much at the end of the day. What really worries me is at the end of the day, Vince... I think Dak is a very good quarterback, but he needs to play within himself for the Cowboys to be a terrific team. And also Mike McCarthy, dude. I've seen him fuck it up too many times in big games. (laughs) I just, I have. I've been watching football my whole life. You know what I'm saying? He's been doing this since I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You're not wrong. No, so that gives me pause. But as far as my hope for the Cowboys, I have more hope this year than I've had for them in past years, for sure. Yeah, what about you, CJ? Yeah, I agree. Go ahead. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think yeah, it was a close. It was a close game. The t- Texas Bowl, I guess, is what you could call it between Houston and Dallas. <laughs> so that, they're going to get up for that game. And this is why I always say when people make that comment of "Oh, Alabama can beat the worst team in the NFL," <laughs> no, they can't. No, no they can't. way. And this, <laughs> and this is right, and this is one of the reasons why. Even though they're one ten and one, those guys still have families they got to feed. They still got to go out there <laughs> yeah. and perform. Like, there's still film that needs to be watched on Monday to see whether or not you're going to start the following week. So those guys are playing hard. Even though they're losing, those guys are still playing for something. It's going to be a tough game. And I think Dallas, they really walked in there and thought, this 1-10, 1-10-1, we're going to blow them out the water, out the gate. And then start like that. It was a struggle all the way to the end, pretty much. Defense made a phenomenal stop on fourth down, on fourth, yep. fourth and goal right there in the red zone. And then the offense followed up on a 98-yard drive. To score and back in Zeke. That's what it's been since 2016, and that's how it ended in this game. And uh, just you're gonna you're gonna have trials and tribulations. Eagles had a close win against the Colts a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna have you're gonna have those games throughout the week where it doesn't always look pretty. But as long as you get the dub, and that's what they did. So they they got to win, and then they can also learn from it too. And I think that's a plus for Dallas. They're 10 and three. They're not gonna win the division uh, unless something catastrophic happens with Philadelphia, which which we don't see right now. But they're still a great team. They're well balanced, so they're gonna they're gonna be a formidable opponent come playoff time. Do I trust them? I think Lucas made a lot of good points. Mike McCarthy in terms of managing the game yep. at times, very questionable penalties. 
they had three. The reason, the main reason why they they won that game against the Texans, they only had three penalties in that game. Yeah. Usually, when they have those type of games where they where they're low and they're consistent, yes, they have a bunch of penalties and they lose. Like look at the San Fran game last year, most penalties in playoff the playoff yeah, game yeah. in history. Yeah, so that they're not disciplined when it matters. And of course, a lot of that has to do with coaching, and then also Dak too. Dak is also inconsistent at times. Yeah. So those those are the three factors for me is going to decide whether or not Dallas goes where they want to get to, but. I still think they're one of the top teams in the NFL and obviously one of the top teams in the NFC. And to CJ's point of guys who aren't on great teams fighting for a spot, a guy that the is trading for this year, Trayvon Mullen, mm. played the most snaps he's played all year, had a pretty bad penalty. Okay. He made some plays, but he was not his greatest game. He got cut. Yeah. He got cut today after the Monday night game. So that just goes to CJ's point. It doesn't matter what team it is, Texans, Lions, Actually, I shouldn't say the Lions because the Lions are cooking right now. Texans, the freaking Cleveland Bears. Browns, you think it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, ba- exactly. The Bears, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. If you have a bad game, you're liable to be out of a job. And like CJ said, they got to put food on the table just like any. Yeah. Into that notion of Georgia or Alabama can beat an NFL team. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just stop it. It's no, it's like playing. It's like playing a college all-star team of grown men. Is what it's playing an NFL lazy. team is like. I don't know. It's lazy, lazy analysis. It's lazy, yeah. lazy. No, that's, and listen, and before we move on, that's like when Americans lose every year in the World Cup and they say, if Tyreek Hill was our winger, no, stop. <laughs> stop. Please stop. Right. Please yeah, stop. This just just, oh, take man, the L, just take the one. L and walk away. It's all oh, good. Yeah. Shout out to Messi. That's a good one. That's a good one. Speaking of the World Cup, shout out, shout out to the Messi. Anyways, um, yes, sir. And Bengals. Oh, man. Man, first of all, shout out to Jamar Chase. And the Bengals are rolling, guys. Um, they are. I picked the Bengals for a reason for this game. And, and, and listen, man, I'm proud of the Bengals. They fixed the O-line this year. And they did. Look, look how they're doing. Shout out to Free Ryan. The Browns almost made it close. I know Deshaun was trying to get it together with his, with the guys, to get the chemistry. Deshaun, he was terrible last week. And now he got, got a lot better this week with the people's Jones and, and the other guys. But it just wasn't enough. I know Cleveland's not going to make the playoffs. But... <laughs> They got to get some chemistry with Deshaun, man, because they have to. They're talented, but you know, some fancy got out coached by Zach Taylor and Lucas and CJ. I'm going to ask you guys this: If the Bengals play like this, I like their defense. Do you think there's a chance that shit they beat the Chiefs this year in the regular season? As long as they're healthy, do you think the Bengals can go all the way? Are people sleeping on the Bengals just like last year? What do you think, Lucas? Oh, let's see, CJ. Why don't you go ahead and I'll get. I'll let you take this one first. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I saw a graphic on NFL Live about a couple of hours ago. Fuck, I got on with you guys to set up. Yeah, you know, they're funny with stats. But it said 40% Chiefs, 30% Bills, 14% Bengals. And I'm wow. like, the Bengals, the Bengals beat the Chiefs last year in the AFC Conference Championship game. They beat the Chiefs this year in the regular season. They beat the Chiefs in the regular season last year as well. It's, they're definitely underrated. I don't know why. They have one of the best young quarterbacks in the league. His style is different than Mahomes and Allen in that he's not, he doesn't have as a lot of improv and positional plays in terms of running around making plays, but he's surgical in that pocket. And he can move a little bit too, move a little bit too. And then you got Jamar Chase back. He's healthy. He's ready to go. Had a touch. Hold on, did I lose? Am I? Did I lose connection? Uh, I think we went out. Go ahead, Lucas. No, okay, okay, we're good. No, listen, I'm. I agree. I think they're sleeping on. I think people are sleeping on the Bengals too. They have a very good defense. They improved their old line, but didn't look that way in the beginning of the season. 
it takes time to become a cohesive unit when, you know, you're adding new pieces to an O-line, new scheme. Okay, Ted Karras, former Patriot, he's a solid guy. Uh-huh. He's never going to – he's not going to be an all-pro guy, but he's not going to tank your O-line either, I think. They're figuring things out up front. It was good to see Joe, Joe Burrow break his streak against the Browns. Honestly, I'm rooting for the Browns to fail so I can see my guy Casario succeed with the high draft picks. And uh, Vince, you know how I feel about that over there, that operation over there in Cleveland. Yeah, uh, quarterback. Kareem I don't know you don't want to mention his name. I feel you. I feel you. I feel yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, listen, free Kareem Hunt, man. He wants to yeah. go to a different team. Trade yeah, him. I agree. Okay. But no, I think people are sleeping on the Bengals. I picked the Bengals to win the AFC North. I thought it was going to be a close battle between yeah. the Ravens staying in first place with this big win from Tyler Huntley and Anthony Brown and mostly J.K. Dobbins in the defense. Listen, the AFC North is going to be a battle fence, so I think it's going to be important for the Bengals to win that division. Yeah, and get themselves a potential bye week and an easier route to the Super Bowl because you don't want to see the Bills, you don't want to see the Chiefs before you absolutely have to in the playoffs. And I think that applies to everybody, even the Bengals, as strong as the team they are. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, see, are you back? I can't. I think he cut out. I think he has to come back. Okay. Yeah, you can just send the re- link to uh, to the group chat. Okay. Anyways, um. Vikings Lions, uh, good game, Lucas. Wow, you played Jared Goff. Goff was amazing this game. Shout out to Pene Sue. He what really changed the game in this game, Lucas, was the fake punt on Lucas. Bold it, it, call by Brad. Oh yeah, big call. But by no, Dan Campbell, I almost said and, Brad and Luke, Campbell. You can't, and Lucas, you can't blame me for being high on the Lions this year. I know it was crazy, but no, I was high on them offensively. Obviously, I didn't believe in them on de- defensively a little bit. But no, and by the way, shout out to Jameson Williams, man, great touchdown. Shout out to you, bro, for getting that. First touchdown, but no, yes. the key of the game was a fake punt, and no, and bro, I know, and I know, Patriot fans like you and CJ are probably pissed because bro, the Vikings secondary is not great, bro. That whole line is not great. Shout out to Justin Jefferson for getting that last touchdown at the end, though. But I you know, even though it wasn't enough, but no, the Lions are on fire, man. Goff is on fire for fantasy. I look, I know you played him, but man, the and listen, it's crazy to say, but the Lions can still make the playoffs. So hopefully that could happen, so I can be right with the Lions. But anyways, Lucas, your well, thoughts. Listen, so, A, I'm going to say you wouldn't be right. You wouldn't, oh no, a, you wouldn't be right because the, your prediction wasn't they would make the playoffs. Your prediction is that they would win the division, okay? Yeah. So I'm not going to let you shift the goalpost there, Vince. <laughs> no, I'm not going to let you shift it. Okay, number two, though, I will give you some credit. You saw things in the lines that a lot of people probably did not see. They, if you think about it very simply, okay, we have a good old line in the beginning yep. of preseason. They stacked weapons. They traded James Williams, Swift as a playmaker, Shark has been decent, but he's been injured. Right. Josh Reynolds, decent wide receiver. Amon Ra, we all really, as a player, he's terrific. Jamal Williams, great in short area or short yardage situations. And he's just an overall good team, good culture guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Jared Goff, listen, I like to call him Jared Goof. We like to make jokes. Okay? <laughs> but listen, no. this guy is not a bottom five quarterback in the NFL. A lot of people like to make him out to be. I would say he's definitely middle of the pack. I'm not going to say anything crazy like he's top 10 or anything like mm-hmm. that. But if you give him weapons, you give him time, he's going to be able to be a pretty decent quarterback. He brought a team to a Super Bowl. Yeah, with a good defense. Or, or, or I should line. say, wait, wait, yep, yep. I shouldn't say brought a team. He quarterbacked a team that went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yes, he put up three points in that Super Bowl. We're not going to yeah, talk yeah, about that. But, uh, congratulations on <laughs> but no, but seriously, the Lions have a decent thing going on offense. Yeah. And Campbell, listen. Whatever we watch in New England week to week, CJ, it is the opposite of what Dan Campbell is cooking <laughs> up on The complete opposite, bro. <laughs> no, this guy's cooking up fake punts in his own inside his own thirty. He's cooking up in motion, Panay Sewell game clinching first yeah. down flat routes. Like what? 
like, man. now listen, I love seeing it. I love Penesul. What an athlete. What a call. Okay. Bronze nuts from Dan Campbell. But at the end of the day, I am a little bit worried because Dan Campbell, he's a newer head coach. Mm-hmm. With gutsy calls. But I'm not saying I'm, I know more than Dan Campbell or anything like that, but I've watched football for a long time. And I know you don't want to get too cute, super high leverage moments. Now that was a huge win and they paid off this game. But I'm just saying some throwing to your offensive lineman when the game is on the line can come back to bite you in the ass. Okay. Throwing to your quarterback in the Super Bowl when he's not a good athlete can come back to bite you in the ass. Things like that. Yeah. Okay. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm sorry to bring it up. Oh, yeah. Listen, uh, at the end uh, of the no. day, <laughs> at the end of the day, man, it's the truth. It's the truth. Listen, I love the aggressiveness from Campbell. I just hope he knows when to have that dial turned up and when to have it turned down a little bit. But overall, the Lions are rolling. I can't make any more jokes about the Lions. Jared Goff, thank you for helping me out in fantasy. That's pretty much all I got on this one. Oh, also, yes, Vince, it pisses me off the Patriots lost to that Vikings team on Thanksgiving because, (laughs) man, we should have beat that team. I agree. I agree. And that Hunter Henry thing, that was a touchdown. All right, go ahead. Thank you. Facts. Yeah, the Lions, they're the story of the NFL right now. Just this whole season, just the way they're playing, the way they've been playing. This offense is so dynamic. I think they're number two in the NFL Mm. in offense behind Philadelphia. They're – and the defense has picked it up, too. And I think that was a problem earlier in the season. The offense was still putting up points, but the defense mm-hmm. didn't really catch on until about, the, I want to say, maybe the last five weeks or so, five, six weeks or so. They took that L to Buffalo on Thanksgiving, but outside of that, they've been playing great football. And that was a close game, too, on their home field. Golf, golf looks good. I still don't think he's a franchise quarterback. He's, more, he's in that Garoppolo tier. Right. They do have, they do have, I think they have right now, as it stands, they have the fourth pick in the draft because of the mm-hmm. Rams, their Rams pick, the picks. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. So they could potentially be looking at a guy or they might stick with golf, which I think right now, the way he's playing, I wouldn't be mad at uh, running it back with golf next season. And Campbell's done a great job. We saw them at Hard Knocks. It's a great story, man. And I think they're, this is the beginning for them. This is the beginning of something that, that we're going to see for years to come because they have some young players, St. Brown. Vince, you just talked about Jameson Williams coming back, came back last game, but got his first touchdown this week. Swift is young. So they, that's Panay Sue. We just, he just got drafted two years ago. So this team has a lot of upside, and I think they're going to be a force for the foreseeable future. Oh, yeah. Maybe Brad Hull was the reason why the Rams were good, because I know he's up in the red line, that's for sure. Anyways, with that, man, with that being said. <laughs> no, I will say just quickly said. about the I don't. I really hope they don't let Jared Goff playing deter them from drafting their franchise quarterback. It's a good. It's a good. It's a good point, and it's gonna. I think they should still draft the quarterback. I, I agree. You just can and now compete, it depends. Compete for the job. Yeah, absolutely. That's I'm it. not saying like, they should absolutely <laughs> take. Yeah, I'm not saying they will leave us in the top five or anything like that. <laughs> and truth be told, I still, I'm still working on my film. I don't. I work back a lot of the time. I don't watch a ton of college football live. I watch what I can, but so I'm still working. I, I obviously Bryce Young to me is the best quarterback in the draft. Yes. But I think he's going to Houston. I just think that's probably where it's going to end up. So I don't think it's a terrible decision by Detroit if they don't pick a quarterback at number four. Because, yeah. listen, if Will Anderson is at number four and you could pair Will Anderson with Hutch. Listen, do it, do it. I like love, bo- it's like boasting a buzzer again. Yeah, I, would I love offense, but football is about dominating the line of scrimmage and those guys can really bail out your secondary, which we know is a weakness of the line. So if they can get to the quarterback quickly, it makes them have to play less time back there in the secondary. So that would be crazy. But I'm thinking if they really do like their quarterback, you got to take them there up high and make them compete for the job. But, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. You got to go QB. If uh, CJ Stroud is there, you got to take him. You got to take him. Got it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anderson, right. it's going to be tough. It, we, could, we could see an 06 scenario. Mario yeah. Williams, Vince Young, G. Bush type deal where yeah. the Texans went with the pass rusher instead of Vince. But uh, we'll see how that plays out. But I think either way, the Lions, they're in a good spot. Going they're forward. very good spot. Anyway, yeah. Chiefs, Broncos, man, boy, what a good game. And shout yeah. out to you, Lucas, because you said on Andrew's show it's going to be close, right? And in my opinion, I'm not going to lie, Russ would have stayed – Healthy more in that game. Prayers for Russ, man. Damn. I think De- Dever pretty much had it because Mahomes, listen, Mahomes played backyard football. You can beat him. He was pretty much letting the Broncos the game pretty much with those interceptions, right? Especially at the end of the day, Chiefs won. Great shout-out to Kelsey. Shout-out to my boy, Juju. But, uh, no, but seriously, uh, Mahomes made that great throw to that receiver. Mahomes is too fun to watch. But he's fun to watch as long as he's not playing backyard football. Ladies and gentlemen, throwing those interceptions. But CJ, what was your thoughts about this game? Because this game was wild, man. But I thought Denver had it. I think Russ didn't get injured, bro. I think Denver would have won. What do you think? Yeah, it was a close. Yeah, it was a close game. Divisional games—they're going to be close. It doesn't matter yep. about the record. Doesn't matter in these divisional games because these teams—it's just a different vibe, a different yep. atmosphere when you're going up against a team that you see two times a year. Yeah, Denver. This was the best they've looked all season. <laughs> uh, welcome, welcome to the show. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <Denver Broncos. laughs> yeah, welcome, welcome to football. I'm very unfortunate that he got the rush got hurt. Just he needs to get just stay healthy. He doesn't need the rush bag. There's no rush. I mean, they're, they're terrible. So that play from Mahomes, that underhanded pass to McKinnon for, mm. for the touchdown was just that's just Mahomes in a nutshell. I mean, you open up a book and say Patrick Mahomes and you think of a play. It's a lot of plays, but that one as uh, that one is come on. That's crazy. Rolling to your right, <laughs> underhand pass yeah. to McKinnon for a TD is just different. The guy's a different breed. It's just a different breed, man. And they're staying afloat. They're trying to get that number one seed. They took the L to Cincy and Buffalo, so they're going to need some help. But they're still going to be a formidable. I'm sorry, the, the Chiefs had the number one offense. And I said the Eagles. The Chiefs had the number one offense in the NFL. So that offense is still elite. You got you can't sleep on Mahomes. The only thing for me about Kansas City is can they are they going to are they willing to run the ball when necessary? Sometimes okay. they get a little too pass happy. Yeah. What about you, Lucas? Shout out to you, bro, because you said the game was about to close. Everybody laughed at you, but go ahead, Lucas. Listen, I just felt like it was absolute do or die time for the Broncos at the end of the day. I still lost. Russ got hurt. I think I, I wish Russ would have kept playing in the game and not had got that concussion. I hope he'll be all good. I agree with a lot of the same things CJ said, especially running the ball. I know this is a passing league. It's like the NBA. We're getting offense happy. But at the end of the day, there are core principles of football that still apply no matter the era. And one of them is when you need to take up time off the clock and you need to control the game, you need to be able to get three, four, five yards running the ball in cold weather or in the fourth quarter when you're trying to chew the clock. Because Mahomes will see why they want to go pass heavy. You got to be able to do it. Personally, for me, I think Pacheco and McKinnon are the guys that are going to make that happen. CEH, as talented as he was at LSU, I just don't know if that's the guy who you're going to rely on to ground out yards for you when you really need them. He's more luxury type running back, I would say. But yeah, man, I'm glad. I'm glad the Broncos at least gave it a fight. Jerry Judy, three touchdowns, pretty impressive. Oh. The Broncos defense doing everything they can to keep that a game. Unfortunately, Vince. Yeah, It just hasn't worked out in Denver. I think Seattle and the Houston Texans in five to seven years might be like super teams given with these draft halls. If they, they draft well, yes. Yep, yep. From their respective teams because Seattle got a haul on top of the draft picks. No offense, good player. Drew Locke, it means nothing, okay? But Shelby, <laughs> ha- Shelby Harris, okay, these draft picks. No offense. Yep, listen. Yes. 
I think that Denver really is going to have to do some soul searching this offseason, whether it be Russ figuring out to adapt with Russ as QB or Russ figuring out how to adapt his game a little bit differently, maybe protecting him better because he leads the league in sacks by far. He's been sacked more time than any other QB. Now, obviously part of that is on the O-line, but I also think Russ holds the ball a lot. The offense isn't great, but they've got to figure out how to protect their guy because he is not the young spry guy he was in 2012, 2013. He is a veteran quarterback, and you got to protect him. So hopefully they can do that going forward. Chiefs, ain't should change for me about the Chiefs, man. They're still going to be one of the best teams, and they're still going to be a threat to win it all. Yeah. 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 Panthers, Seattle. By the way, thank you, Panthers. Thank you. Thank you for winning this game. Because, listen, Lucas and CJ, I say this on the pod all the time, man. And listen, I like Seattle. I respect them. I mean, listen, they finally have a good old line. I'm happy Gino's playing well. But Gino's got to play hot every time, man, because that defense is it's not great, man, especially in the running defense. I like their second a little bit, but but that running defense is not good. But listen, shout out to Tyler Lockett. And no, shout out to Steve Wilkes, man. He's doing a good job. They're competing. Shout out to my boy, USC native, Sam Dom. I'm happy you're doing right now. But he's sick to joy against the Patriots. I know, Lucas, that podcast, you were, you were getting on Sam. I don't blame you. I mean, he was bad that game. But no, seriously, thank you, hey, man. He was seeing like, ghosts, I man. I appreciate the win. But CJ, what was your thoughts? Because I think if I'm a Seattle fan, I'm worried about the defense because that Seattle's defense is looking like the USC defense. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but right, <laughs> but, uh, CJ. Yeah, Seattle, yeah. They have to clean that run defense up, man, especially with teams like San Fran, Philadelphia, the the Cowboys. All of those teams like to run the football. They somehow get into the playoffs, and those are the teams they're matched up with in the first round or second round. That's going to be a tough Sunday or Saturday for that team. Uh, Panthers, man, I'm just happy for Steve Wilkes. Look exactly, at a guy yeah. that, that, that was the head coach of a team, similar to Lovey Smith this year. The Cardinals were, were dirt terrible and then they get the first pick and they fire him after his after one season and then now he's getting another opportunity to be an interim head coach with the Panthers maybe he becomes a full-time guy for them going forward I think that'd be great they're playing for him you, you could see that you could see the difference in, in their play from when Matt was there from now Steve Wilkes as, as the head coach they're running the football they're not turning the ball over as much so they're, uh, I'm happy for the Panthers. I'm happy for the Panthers. I'm happy for Steve Wilkes getting another, another opportunity to show that he could be a, a pretty good head coach in this league. And, what about you? Oh, yeah. No, that's it. Yeah. Good, Lucas. Oh, I think it's good that I've always been a Darnold truther for one reason or another. Listen, <laughs> uh, that's a terrible hill to die on at the end of the day. But I thought that a few terrible performances in the spotlight, mostly against Belichick and being with Adam Gase, Pretty much just marred people's view of him, and honestly, just his production was pretty bad. You're Adam Gase, so I understand why people looked at him that way. I think he's grown a little bit. He's more he's safer with the football now than he used to be. Mm-hmm. The Panthers really found their identity just rotating a running back each drive. You got Blackshear, the rookie, looks good. Chuba Hubbard is a pretty solid back. The foreman mm-hmm. is pretty much the only player I've ever seen tear his Achilles and come back a better player than he was before. I mean... Really impressive that Dante Foreman has revived his career in the way that he has. And praise for DJ real. Moore. DJ Moore, yep. Oh, uh, DJ Moore, that's the first time in, in his career since his first ever game he didn't record a catch this uh, week. That's great. But I'm sure DJ yeah. Moore doesn't care because guess what? They got the win. Okay, they're still in playoff position somehow in that yeah, division. Yeah, some way, some way, yeah. And guess yeah. what? To me, their defense is the most legitimate defense. I mean, them and the Saints in that division. But I think yeah. the Panthers have a legit defense. Yeah. They have some yeah. players that people were trying to trade multiple first-round picks for. Hey, um, Jason Horn, Horn is a player. JC yeah. Horn, stud. Jeremy Chin, stud. 
Brian Burns, probably the biggest stud on that defense. And then Derek Brown is a, another really good player on that defensive line. I'm actually pretty hopeful for them going forward. Um, and uh, so I'm just curious to see if they end up making the playoffs. How hilarious would that be? From what they've been through at quarterback the last couple seasons to a playoff berth would be pretty wild. And I'm sure nobody's seen that coming. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next game is going to be my game. Wow. So wait, for Lucas, out to you because I was a little worried about this game a little bit because I don't know how the Brock was going to play. Brock, listen, he kicked ass this game, man, especially San Francisco. And the Niners defense, man, man. Hey, Brady, if you can't beat them, join them. I would not mind you in San Francisco so you can come find the barrier. But uh, listen, man. Shout out to Brian and Ayuk. Shout out to Christian McCaffrey. Great game. Shout out to the Niners defense, man. Just, the Bucks got their ass kicked, man. It's just play simple as that. So, CJ, let me ask you this. Do you think the Bucks are in trouble? Because, obviously, they're, they're all, some of the old linemen got hurt during the season. It sucks. I hate to see old linemen get hurt. I wish everybody was healthy. But, obviously, it's football players going to get hurt. So, do you think with this game, you think that the Bucks are in trouble? What was your thoughts, bro? They got their ass kicked. Oh, my God. They got obliterated. <laughs> they got them. <laughs> That's terrible. They got <laughs> obliterated. You could kind of – I kind of just got the sense from the start of the game. They had a great drive. San Fran, you guys had a great drive to start. Purdy was moving the ball. And I just – I was just like, man, I just don't think it's going to be a good night for Tampa Bay. I know Tom homecoming from the area, from San Mateo, right there. They showed it, they were showing the clips of him at the – he was there at the catch with his family. I'm like, yeah, this is going to get ugly, man. And that's exactly <laughs> – <laughs> that's, ex- that's exactly what happened. That's exactly it. was just a bad afternoon for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on all three levels, on all three phases. And San Fran, doesn't matter who the quarterback is. They make it work. They make mm. it work. That defense is just, uh, it's just, it's one of the best defenses we have, we've seen in a very long time. The only, only two teams that put up 20 points, I think, were the Chiefs and uh, Blanken on the second team. They've <laughs> held teams under 20 points pretty much the entire season outside of two games. Bosa, Greenlaw. Yep. The list goes on and on. D'Amico Ryans, right? D'Amico Ryans deserves a head coaching yes, job. Sir. Salah, Salah got it, right? Salah got it when you guys went to the bowl with that defense. And that landed him that, that job with the Jets. D'Amico Ryans should be right there in, in, that, in a head coaching candidacy uh, this upcoming season. He deserves it. The defense is playing well. He plays. He's a big part of it. He was a great, he was a great player during his time. And I think right now, the way he's calling this defense is great. Prayers up to Debo. I saw the yep, clip. Yep. I, I saw the post that Jerry Rice. We got Jerry. We got Jerry Rice. Yo, Jerry Rice is, is posting on Instagram. Please, yeah. stop, please stop having our skill players run up the middle. I think I'm gonna stop doing that. I think right. I'm gonna stop. I think I'm gonna stop Jerry Rice. Right. We'll see if Shanahan changed some things up. McCaffrey was sensational. He was sensational in this game. Had a rushing touchdown. Great catch on, on, on the left side. Back shoulder type catch. Good pass by Purdy. So it was just a great game for the 49ers. All three phases. They're going to be a formidable out for anybody. Mm-hmm. The Purdy, the Purdy protects, the, protects the football, doesn't make mistakes. They're going to be right there when it's all said and done. You guys yeah. have been right there over the last three seasons. So yeah. I'm expecting yeah. to be less. Yeah. yeah, Lucas, you said the exact same thing to me this week. You told people as long as Brock Purdy does not make mistakes, the play plays the right role and, and he played well. So, Lucas, tell me what you told me because that's exactly what CJ just told, said. Go ahead. Listen, I'll say straight up. I'll say the same thing I said to you, yep. the same thing I said to my coworker who's a Dire Niner fan. For six quarters now, I've been waiting for Brock Purdy to metaphorically shit his pants. And he just, <laughs> no, and he just hasn't done it. No, he just nope. hasn't done it yet. It was different. Man. He's getting the ball out quick. Listen, the Niners loved him during training camp. 
you can see why. Okay, I think because of investment, they obviously always were going to start Trey Lance and not Brock Purdy because they traded the picks to get him. They right. picked him third overall. Brock Purdy was quite literally the last pick in the draft. But apparently he was going through all the drills and everything. I was doing some reading. I forget the beat reporter's name, but he was saying, watching the passing drills, he said, you would think Brock Purdy was one of the guys getting picked up towards the top of the draft. And it's ironic. Vince is part of a dynasty fantasy football league I'm in. And he took over a team that ironically, as a joke, you know, the, the owner of that team was not there on rookie draft night. So ironically, I drafted literally to as a you know, bad player to draft. I drafted Brock friggin' Purdy to this team that Vince now <laughs> controls. How ironic is that? Not only did my troll pick become a good quarterback in the NFL already, yeah, and Vince ended up taking over the team as a Niners fan. So it's just funny how things work out like that. But yeah, hey, but you, man, can, you can have them. I'll, I'll take Vince, I'll I told take you. Hurts, but keep going. Hey, I'm never Jalen Hurts and Dino. Stop asking. You don't want to do that. No, this guy's offering yeah. freaking Tom Brady and Derek Carr. Get out of my face, guy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but that's a conversation for another day. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but no, seriously, Vince. I told you what six weeks ago. Yep. But this is while Jimmy was still healthy and everything. It looked like you guys could run the table. Your schedule wasn't very hard. The McCaffrey trade changed things for me. He's the great. He's the best outlet for a quarterback, a young quarterback, or a quarterback like Jimmy, who's not that talented and to have. Better, and he's playing with a better play caller. Yep. An unbelievable run scheme. Unbelievable O line. And McCaffrey's just the dog. He's that guy. Listen, I was talking to my friend the other day. I, can I comfortably say that McCaffrey's the greatest receiving running back of all time? Ooh! Listen, so I'll tell you the name that came to mind first. Ladanian Tomlinson, okay? Ladanian Tomlinson, Marshall Falk. Marshall Very Falk. Nice. Is, Marshall Falk, if you take those guys, I'm not going to say that's wrong. And I'm not even going to say I'm for sure taking McCaffrey. But I do know that he's somewhere in that he belongs he's, in the conversation. He does, he does, yes. He I does. mean, that corner route. Or, or the route where he ran out of the kind of the uh, the wheel route he ran. The Brock Purdy threw a dime right to the corner flag. Listen, there are wide receivers in the NFL. With all due respect, they'll have trouble making that catch that Christian McCaffrey made. Facts. Listen, he's no Toby Gerhardt. I know they both came from Stanford, but listen, McCaffrey <laughs> actually made Gerhardt. his mark. Wow, no, never heard no, that no, no, listen, McCaffrey actually made his mark in the NFL. He's really happy <laughs> in San Francisco. But uh, prayers to Debo, like you said. Ayuka's going to have to take on a bigger role. I think George Kittle's going to have to maybe take on a little bit of a bigger role. And Vince... You've been yelling about these rookies who've done nothing for eight weeks now. It's finally time. Danny Gray is going to see the field. Maybe Jordan Mason, Ty Davis Price is going to see the field. And Jordan Mason was good. And Debo out. So we'll see. We'll see how your guys you've been caping for have been all year. They no, need Jordan to step Mason up. Jordan Mason was good in that game. So I'm just saying, Price is next. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen. Well, for, for, uh, Vince, you don't want me to unload the chamber right now because you were talking <laughs> crazy about my Patriots receivers. But I'm going to let you off. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, <laughs> anyways, though, Jaguars and Titans, man, Jaguars are ass, man. I think Tennessee needs me to go back to Tennessee again so, so I can help them. No, but seriously, uh, no, but seriously. Vince, let's be real. They would have put up 54 man. instead of 36 if you were out there, man. Come <laughs> anyway, on, man. Anyways, anyways, shout out to Evan Ingram, man. And shout out to the, no, <laughs> Jaguars, they kicked ass, man, bro. Especially Henry's, Pink Henry was doing good all game. But, but no, Jaguars just attacked Tennessee secondary, and that's pretty much the weakest for Tennessee. And obviously, Tennessee's regretting trading A.J. Brown right now. Listen, I love Trevor huh. Burks, but it's not looking great in Tennessee. And somebody told me two, two days ago, and it wouldn't be crazy. I want to hear you guys take on this before you guys talk about the game. But some just one guy said, don't be surprised if Jacksonville's sneaks wins that division. They're pretty close. Ooh. They're pretty, hey, it's, it's crazy to take, but... 
But looking at their schedule, it's very possible. But, but no, seriously, if Trevor Lawrence can play like this, Kevin Ridley's um, he's playing next year, and that's a good receiving core. Kevin Ridley has not betted yet, so thank God. But then, no, but seriously. Um, <laughs> but, but, <laughs> hey, don't throw um, my guy under the bus like that. Come on, man. <laughs> CJ, what's your thoughts? And, bro, it really comes back next year? Bro, this receiver card not bad. You know, the loaded Marvin offense Jones, if he comes back. Marvin yeah. Jones, Evan Ingram, not bad, right? Not just a bad receiving court. Uh, yeah. And Chris yeah. Kirk. You're welcome, Lucas. But go ahead. Yeah, this should be the best team in the AFC South next year. Mm. Uh, I said this year was going to be the feeling out period. This was the identity building year for the Jaguars. You bring in a new head coach, Doug Peterson, Super, Super Bowl winning head coach. This is where you build, This is the year where you build your identity. Who are we going to be going forward? And uh, they've shown some flashes. They've shown some flashes. They've had some, some bad games here and there. But overall, all in all, Trevor Lawrence looks really good in his second year. He looks great. He looks comfortable in the pocket. It's, to me, it seems like things are starting to slow down for him in that pocket. They've surrounded him with some pretty good weapons that you just talked about. So uh, you can bring a guy like Ridley in, who's a full-year, 1,000-yard receiver, into that mix. They're just going to make them more formidable. They got, they, sh- they got the best quarterback in the division. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Uh, what that usually tells us is more times than not, they're going to win. They're going to win the division. You got the best quarterback. Yeah, they look good. They're like the, they like the Lions to me, where they're exciting to watch. They show flashes here and there. They may mm. be the team that they may be the team that you think that they're supposed to lose to, but they get the dub. Yeah, I'm excited for what the Jaguars are going to do going forward, and I'm glad to see that Trevor Lawrence is making that big step, that second step in his sophomore year. Yeah, that's a good take. I mean, Matt Ryan was in his prime. I mean, shit, I would take Matt Ryan, but you're right, though. Right. I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, not this Matt Ryan, no. <laughs> I was going to say, but Vince, but Vince, you said it. Vince, key word, if he was in his prime, because he right. was definitely not. He's <laughs> way out of it, yeah. Leads know, the league in interceptions. Your yeah. thoughts? Listen, man, Trevor Lawrence, I said a few weeks ago, he looked like he had turned a corner as far yeah. as becoming a new quarterback. And then the next game I said that he struggled, but he's right back on it. <laughs> Okay, I'll start this with, so I had a must-win in fantasy. I came back from two and six. I needed to win pretty much to make the playoffs. Big decision I had was tight end. Noah Fant or Evan Ingram? Unfortunately, I chose the guy who had zero points, not 39. <laughs> so I ended up losing. Okay, Damn that's it. just how the cookie crumbles. But Evan Ingram looked like a superstar yeah. in this game, if you watch. And I'm not exaggerating either. I'm not saying he is a superstar, <laughs> but if you sat down a Martian – and showed them their first ever football game, and you showed them this game, they would be like, so he's top five tight end of all time because (laughs) what is he doing out here? The guy had a lot of catches. He had, what, 170 yards. Great catch for touchdown. He had two touchdowns. They are pretty loaded with weapons, and I think they're weapons that have gone under the radar. Remember? Do you remember how everybody laughed at Christian Kirk during the summertime? And I have a couple things to say about that. A, Vince, I said I was very adamant. I thought people were overreacting. And B, there's nothing funnier than people joking about athletes getting paid to me. Like, exactly. the punchline of those jokes were that Christian Kirk was making $18 million a year. Ooh, I'm sure he feels so bad about these jokes. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> the guy's getting paid $72 million still. I think he'll be all right. That um, tells me is he has a good agent. That's no, exactly. He's a great agent. And guess what? <laughs> Hey, he paid off, man. He's played really well this year. Teams actually are shading their coverage towards him, opening up opportunities for a new signee, okay, Zay Jones, who, you know, he's a good player. Last couple weeks, he had a couple drops, which is uncharacteristic. He usually has pretty good hands, but he's played really well. Marvin Jones is just a pro. He's never going to blow you away, but he's going to be able to make the right plays, make some tough catches. 
ESPN, if Trevor Lawrence ever learned how to throw to a running back, might be a little bit more impactful. But I'm really high on the Jaguars. They're a really fun team to watch for me. I think they can win the division definitely because, like CJ said, team with the best QB probably has the best chance. And Trevor Lawrence is by far the best quarterback in that division. I don't think there's even a debate. Not yep. even a debate. Also, I will say, the, I forget the safety's name, but for what team? For the Jaguars, he looks honestly. He's, he looks like Trevor Lawrence. He's got that long, flowing blonde hair, and he said basically he felt bad for Trevor because Trevor's rookie year was with Urban Meyer. He's like, I don't even know if that counts as a rookie year. And oh, then he no. goes on to say he goes on to say that he would die for Doug Peterson. It goes to show like Doug Peterson has these guys playing hard, and I think they all notice how talented Trevor really is because people were talking wild about Trevor after one year with the guy who literally kicks his own players. Okay, so I don't think we should have taken away too much from rookie year Trevor Lawrence. But Vince, I've been a fan of the Jaguars. I bet on them a couple of times maybe when I should have just out of my excitement for them as a unit. But uh, listen, they'll make me my money back someday. I'm sure of that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man, no, that's funny. Uh, Dolphins, char- Chargers. Guys, Miami's getting hurt at the wrong time, man. It's, man, first of all, Stavs of Herbert, man. He played well. Sending Mike Williams, as long as that man can stay healthy, he's really damn good. Real game, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Same with Tyreek Hill. Good game, too, but it wasn't enough, man. Uh, it's just man, it's, it's just Miami's getting hurt at the wrong time, man. They were doing great. And I know Miami fans are getting on to it, which I, I get it. But, man, bro, if you have your half line not playing, that's what happens, man. It really is. Because Miami was more flourishing when healthy, but they're getting hurt at the wrong times. But, season, what was your thoughts about this game? Herbert played well, but, listen, if the Chargers can play – and the Chargers – it's crazy how the Chargers won this game because because half of their team on defense is hurt, CJ. So there you go. So see, what was your thought about this game? Man, what are we going to keep saying about the Chargers? This is not the year they get in. I, I, one, one, if they don't get in, Staley has to go, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. No, no, way, no way he keeps his job after this season. And, of course, I'm a Pats fan. I love to see my team in there. But I think as a football fan, selfishly, I think everybody wants to see – Burrow, Mahomes, Allen, Herbert, Lamar. Yeah. Everybody wants to see all those guys in the playoffs. And we're going to see who's going to come out as one of the best young quarterbacks that season. I think that's what we want. As football fans, that's what we want to see. And the, the Chargers have a clear-cut opportunity to do that. They went out. They're going to be in. They're going to be in. They're getting, You said they missed some guys. They're getting some guys back. I believe Bosa's coming back soon. Yep. Uh, Joey Bosa's coming back. So this, is, this Herbert has to play like an MVP in this next month right here. Because they, they got to get in the playoffs, man. We got to see Herbert in the playoffs. We can use three straight years with no Herbert in, in the playoffs. That's a problem. That's a problem. Even if you're a Charger fan, even if you're a football fan. So this is a prime opportunity for the Chargers to get it going. And for Miami, you're right. Yeah, they're just getting hurt at the wrong time. Hopefully, they can, hopefully those injuries, hopefully some of those guys come back. And I just think the Chargers have, they did a good job defensively against Miami in that game. Yeah. Uh, just Tua couldn't really, Tua couldn't do anything. They really didn't have it going. They did a great job of making things difficult for Waddle and Tyreek Hill. He got the fumble six. That was like a fluke, like a fluky type play. And then he got we got one on the right side for a touchdown. But outside of that, their offense is really non-existent. So credit to the Chargers. This is where they need to be. They need to be winning around this time. And we'll see if they keep it consistent. That's the thing. Expect them to go to the playoffs. Yeah. And then there'll be a game where they're supposed to win and they get blasted and then they miss the playoffs. And everybody's yeah. like, oh, if they had won that game. So hopefully they they just keep it going. Stay consistent so we can see the, we can see Herbert in the playoffs with these other young guys. All right. What about you, Lucas? Yeah, I agree. Again, listen, the Chargers, there's no reason they shouldn't have been making the playoffs the past couple of years. Herbert is unbelievably talented. 
I'm 100% with CJ. I honestly think Staley should have been gone. That's just me, though. They're giving, they're, they're giving him time, and I do respect that because I think people pull the pull the rug out from underneath the coaches a little too quickly. Yep. Don't give what they're trying to do, but listen, man, they got to produce this year or else he's got to be out of there because Herbert, I think he went into this game, A, first of all, maybe not like directly thinking I need to prove I'm better than Tua or anything like that, but listen, he's aware of that they were drafted close to each other. He sees probably the weapons they got in Miami or whatever, thinking I could be doing amazing things down there. Let me prove that just in general why I'm the guy. Yep. And I, it probably isn't like directly about Tua or anything like that because I don't, I don't pick up that word. He's not like that. But yep. I think he, it did look like he wanted to prove something in this yes. game. He was terrific in the game. Mike Williams whoa, whoa, had a 10 out of 10 game. Oh, yeah. You won't see a better game receiver. Spectacular catches. He didn't have any drops. He was a lot of targets, a lot of yards down the field, in the red zone, everything he needed to do. Keenan Allen being back is really helping this offense as well. Shocker. Yeah. Eckler, to me, has always been a good running back. I honestly think he has even taken his game to another. The one thing I was always worried about with that guy is I didn't really always trust him between the tackles being a smaller guy. Mm -hmm. But he's always been a strong guy. But it looks like he just even this year maybe added just a little bit more muscle to put him over the guys at the goal line. He's been really effective in those situations, contrary to what my eyes maybe told me. (laughs) And as far as Miami, listen, Tua stunk. The Chargers played some good defense. Like CJ said, they got some players coming back too. But Tua was not good. That touchdown by Hill really kept him in the game. That crazy yep. fumble touchdown, which was wild. I think I'm not going to get super down on two after a couple bad games, but I do think that is just a little bit of a reality check at the end of the day. Even I was riding pretty high with Tua thinking maybe he had completely flipped around my opinion of him, but it'll just slow it down a little bit. And he still has some noticeable flaws like most quarterbacks do at the end of the day. But CJ, when you were listing off all those star quarterbacks, I was holding my breath, hoping that you weren't going to say Tua's name, and thank God I didn't hear it on it. No, no, no. There's still levels. There's levels to this. There's levels, exactly. No, Tua, I do the guy. I think he's a really stand-up human being. I think he has proved a lot of people wrong, including me. But at the end of the day, I think he's definitely closer in the same tier as Mac than he is those guys, just to be completely honest. For sure. But uh, I know everybody wants to see Herbo and that explosive offense in there. Listen, I want to see some cover three cloud from Bill Belichick. In In a game, we lose by three touchdowns to the Bills. It's all good, man. Let's go. (laughs) Oh, man, you're funny. I'm crying. (laughs) By the way, real quick, Eagles, Giants, CJ and uh, Lucas. To a little. All right, move on. I'm just kidding. No, no. Listen, Jalen's on fire, man. And I know there's a lot of Jalen Hurts haters out there. You know, but listen, I know the hater were getting on him last year, but obviously the Eagles got him AJ Brown, him and Devontae Smith having chemistry. Shout out, listen, shout out to Howie, man. Listen, you get, they got Jay Bradbury. It's working out this year, man. Look, I'm looking forward to what you have to say because I know your dad is a Giant fan, but if I'm a Giant fan, I'm not even mad because listen, I know it's tough to see the Giants are half hurt right now. At least they're competing, but I can't wait to see a full Giants new roster next year because I trust the GM. He came from Buffalo. I like that Brian Dable. But no, man, right now is Jalen or Patrick Mahomes for the MVP. And uh, hey, I think the Jalen Hurts uh, fans should shut up, uh, should, haters should shut up right now because the guy's playing out of his mind. Uh, and as long as Sirianni does not fuck this up, in my opinion, guys, to my language, in my opinion, and this, and I know Eagle fans are going to be happy with what I'm going to say about this, as long as Sirianni does not fuck it up, I believe they, they could be the best team 
in the NFC, possibly in the NFL, by the way, that, how they're playing. So, CJ, your thoughts about this game and and your thoughts about the Giants, man? Because I'm sure the Giants' future is going to look great with Dayball and so far right now. And Yeah, the Giants, they're overachieved. They're overachieved this year. Right. I don't think yeah. – no one thought they'd, win, they'd get seven wins no. this season. Many people thought they'd have the worst record in the division. And honestly, that could still be the case. <laughs> Just how just how competitive and stacked that division is. The commanders are right there also. Daniel Jones impressed me a lot this season. Mm-hmm. The turnovers over, you know, over his first three years were alarming. Were alarming. I wasn't sure if he was gonna be able to come back after that. But that's just the power of great coaching, like we just talked about. A great day ball in there, clean some things up. They need a number one wide receiver. Yep. <laughs> they need a number two. <laughs> and I was about to say they might three. need a one, two, and three. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Tight end too. They need help. They need some skill. They need some skill guys around Daniel Jones. You could just see it in those games. Not this game against Philadelphia, but some of those other games. It's like third and seven, third and eight, where you need a guy that's going to make that catch for you. They don't have that. They just don't. So that's if you don't have that in today's NFL, this is that you're going to have the record the Giants have. Coach, coaching and defense can only take you, but so far you still need some skill weapons on the outside. So. That's for the Giants. I think they'll they'll be all right going forward. But Eagles, <laughs> but they're just on a different level than some of just. They, it's a battle. It's no nobody's perfect, but just the way they play. It's yeah. just, they run the ball well. They pass the ball well. They play great defense. They get turnovers. Well, I mean, they can stop the run now that they added uh, Linville Joseph and the Dominican Sue yeah. in the middle of that defense and complement with Jordan Davis, rookie who's coming who came back. So. They're going to be tough to stop. They're going to be tough to stop. They just have they have different ways to win, and so just and Jalen Hurts, I think he's MVP. Mahomes going to win. He's, he's, going to, he's going to win MVPs throughout his career. He's going to get two, three, four MVPs throughout the next decade. Hurts, I think Hurts. You got to give this to Hurts, man. No one saw this coming. No one saw after that, after the, the Tampa Bay game last year in the first round when they lost eighteen to thirty six. Yeah, no one, no one thought they were, he was going to have this type of season. Nobody. Yep. Not even Philly fans. Not yeah, even fans. They were they doubting could, on him. Yeah, you're, you're, you're they right. They can lie. They can lie now, but Philly fans were <laughs> definitely a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. No, you're right. They can cap now and say, oh, I saw this. I saw the vision. No, you did it. No, you did so, so listen, we all wanted Nick Folk back, all right? Don't right, yeah. That's, so that's Nick Folk. All hell, Nick Folk. People were, people, I'm pretty sure there were a couple people last year crying for Wentz back, too. I pray so, for those people. Yeah, I, I do. I really do. I, me as well. I really do. But, yeah, Hurts is just, man, he's just playing lights out, bro. Just, I haven't seen a, a improvement like this out uh, Darren Olosky. Darren Olosky, I said it, too. Quarterback improved like this in the offseason this quick. Mm-hmm. I said he needed to make those anticipatory throws. That's what he needed to work on, um, throwing guys open. And he's doing a great job of that. The deep ball, the, the tight windows. There was a tight window. He threw the Quez Watkins in that game. I was like, whoa, okay. This is this guy. He's locked in. He's locked in. So I'm happy to see oh, yeah. happy to see him play on the Eagles. That's why they're the best team in football. Lucas, I know your dad is John, but hopefully you can listen to this show. But Lucas, <laughs> I'm pretty sure your dad's happy about Dayball. But Lucas, your thoughts about this game? And yeah, you're, you're good. No, listen, listen, my dad is happy just that it's not like an organization in complete shambles anymore. Okay, everything is gravy here. Now, I do have a bet with him that the Patriots have a better record. I was getting scared at the beginning of the year, all right? But I think we're back on track here to me winning my 10 friggin' bucks from this guy. Congrats. Huge stakes there in this $10 <laughs> bet that we made. But it's more about the pride than anything at the end of the day. Because my dad's already got the two Super Bowls on me. I'm like, come on, don't get this too, all right? Um, but, but no, listen, I think that the Giants just got beat by a better team, honestly. The Eagles were just clicking. Hurts, the improvement has been unbelievable. 
I was a Hurts believer pretty early. I always liked him over Wentz. I thought that once I seen how fragile Wentz was dealing with that situation, yeah, I thought Hurts was going to be the guy. But hey, nothing left to say about the Eagles, man. They're one of the best teams in football, man. If not the best team, honestly. I think you got to say they're the best team right now. Hurts yeah. for MVP. A.J. Brown, huge addition. Devonta Smith keeps getting better and better. Dallas Goddard's coming back. Miles Sanders has had the best year of his career, probably most reliable year of his career. Yeah. Boston Scott turns into friggin' James White, Dave Megan against <laughs> the friggin' Giants. This guy Every scores time. a touchdown. <laughs> Every, every time, time against every the time. Giants, he's he like against the Giants. <laughs> no, every time. That's the easiest bet of all. Is betting on Boston Scott to score a touchdown when he plays the friggin' Giants. I swear, like three years running, it's winning me money. But uh, no, but uh, seriously though, seriousness, I think Giants probably bounce spank spank the Washington next week. But Vince, I think we do have to maybe go a little rapid fire here so we can get the picks in before we uh, we have to depart for the evening. Absolutely. One more game, and that's pretty much it. Speaking of the team you're going to face this week. this week, Actually, I think next week. My, my bad. Raiders, Rams, real quick. Hey, listen, Josh Jacobs had a great game. Praise for him, though, because he got hurt on the finger. Man, I feel bad for Raider fans, man. I know. I don't know if you guys miss McDaniels, but I know you guys will take him over Patricia. But uh, listen, man, I know. I do feel bad for Raider fans, man. They have this game. The, the, Rams, the Rams were half injured. They're half injured, bro. I'm happy for Baker, though. Shout out to Baker. He won the game. It was a great throw to Justin Jefferson. But the Raiders had this freaking game, man. I know, obviously, they didn't have Renfro. Obviously, they didn't have the other weapon. But McDonald, this is not a – no, you have no excuse, man. The Rams were half hurt. And the Raiders had this game, man. They had this game. I think McDonald was doing questionable calls. But if I'm, if you're a Raider fan and you're giving up on, on this year, I get it because McDonald's has all the talent, bro. You got Devontae Adams. You got Josh Jacobs. You had no excuses to beat or lose to the Rams. But um, damn, if CJ and Lucas, I don't blame Raider fans. I'm not even blaming Carr. I know Raider fans are blaming the refs because of Crosby, because of the rough. That was a flag. But let's be honest, refs, they miss bad calls all the time. Let's be honest. So at the end of the day, it is what it is. But man, what a game by Baker, man. But Raider fans, I'm praying for you because Lord have mercy. Mc- I'm, man, should I call him Josh McFraud? I mean, <laughs> CJ, your thoughts. Good, close. Good one, Vince. Yeah. yeah. Terrible, terrible by the Raiders. Terrible game plan by McDaniels. Just, just run. and I know Josh Jacobs. He's playing. He's having a the best year of his career. And the Rams defense run defense is terrible. But you got to find a way to get Devontae Adams the ball. Devontae Adams zero receptions in the second half. How, like how is that even? How does that happen? Like how does that? He's the best receiver in football. He gets zero targets, zero catches. Yeah. Confusing. Carr, I think Carr only threw the ball like 20 times, 20-something times in in this game. Just a weird game plan for the Raiders, for Josh McDaniels. Very weird. Now, I say that this week and then next week when they play us, it'll be a totally different game plan. He'll look like Don Shula when they go up against (laughs) us. Yeah, I can see it now. He'll look like the greatest coach of all time when he goes up against Bell. But on on a Thursday night against Baker, who just came on the team 36 hours ago, he can't get a W against. So it's just classic McDaniels. But great, it was a great football. It was a great football story. Thursday night games are so bad. They're so terrible. So it was good to see one have a nice little thriller. Baker came in there, made, do, do some dots, do some nice passes, and then threw the walk off to Baron Jefferson to end it, man. It was a thrilling ending. The whole game within itself was a snooze fest up until the end. But Baker, Baker's just finding a way to try to stay in this league, man. This is easily the best coach he's ever had in his career. Yeah, by far. You think he's better than you think he's better than friggin' Hugh Jackson? <laughs> okay, Hugh Jackson, <laughs> Freddie, Hugh Jackson, Freddie Kitchens, Ben McAdoo, keep going. Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> this next month is big for Baker, man. He's really auditioning for another starting job somewhere. We'll see 
how he plays, but yeah, Raiders sold. They're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas, what's your thought? I mean, listen, I'll just, I, I don't have anything more to add besides I was watching this game. It was halftime. And zero, I'm thinking, come on. I can go out. I don't need to watch the rest of this game. I can catch up on the Raiders spank and the Rams tomorrow. I go out. I come back at 1130. I see Vince text line. Oh, Baker with the win. I said, excuse me. There was I just the way the first half went. I, there was no way I could have envisioned the Rams coming back. They did exactly that. Watching the game back was pretty fun. Shout out to Van Jefferson, man. I think he was like an underrated part of this game, man. He had a really good game. Yep. That game-winning touchdown, this injury. Obviously, Baker is going to be the big story. But I always like Van Jefferson as a player, and he's proven that he's a pretty decent player, man. So yep. the Rams, though, listen, I got no love because Sean took that shot at Cole Strange. I'm petty like that. <laughs> so, listen, I don't really care about the Rams. And at the end of the day, their pick is going to the Lions. So – if they're losing, the Lions are even about to add to the plethora of weapons that they have. Mm-hmm, whether it be a quarterback, mm-hmm. whether that be a stud D lineman, and mm-hmm. then Vince won't shut up about the Lions for the next for the <laughs> ten years. <dude. laughs> even though I will be right about them next year, it's okay. Okay, um, you anyway. don't just get to transfer your prediction from this year to next year. But okay, it's all good. <laughs> anyway, let's get with the week fifteen pick, shall we? Niners, Niners at Seattle. Lucas, I want you. I see. I want you to go for my bad. I got the Niners. Yeah, I got the Niners. Tough. All right, Lucas. If anybody's on fantasy playoffs this week, who should play the owners? No, listen. I'm sorry. I can't be held accountable for fantasy playoff starts and sits. That's too much responsibility, Vince. So all I'm gonna say is play Christian McCaffrey. Okay. Okay. A safe bet. Okay. Or play Geno too. Okay, Coach. No, see, I'm not. No. Okay. Don't listen to me. But you never know. You never know. I could be right. You never know. Okay. I got Niners over Seattle though. Colts at Vikings. I got Vikings. CJ? Yeah, I got the Vikings. Colts. Sorry, Jeff Saturday. It's clip. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas? Upset alert. Give me the Colts. Okay. No. Okay, okay. Okay. Ravens at Cleveland. I got Cleveland. CJ. Oh, my God. Yeah, I got Cleveland. Lamar's, yeah, Lamar's not going to play. Taylor Huntley. I, I got I'm going to go with the Browns. Go with the okay, Browns. Lucas? You got upset? Yeah, I'm going with the Ravens. Okay, okay, okay. Dolphins at Bills. I got Buffalo. Lucas, CJ? Yeah, I got Buffalo. Yeah. Lucas? Vince, where's this game being played? Buffalo. Well, it didn't matter anyway. Give me the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> three-game lo- three losing streak for Miami? Yikes. Oh, Jeez. Man. Yikes. Eagles at Eagles at Bears. I got Eagles, CJ? Yeah, I'm so dumb. Lucas? Next question, man. Come on, okay, man. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lions at Jets. Lions will win this one easy. Okay, CJ, what do you got? Interesting game. Yeah, Interesting I love, game. listen, you got to throw everything that says about the Lions out the window. The Jets defense is pretty – that's going to be interesting. Jets defense versus Lions offense, pretty good matchup. Can't wait mm-hmm. I'm going to still go Detroit, though. I'm going to still go Detroit. Listen, okay. if they've got, if they're on, if Mike White is ready to go, I'm taking the Jets. Okay, but okay. if it's the, it's whoever, if it's Zach Wilson – no way I'm taking the Jets. No Mike White's ready to go. Give me the Jets, man. I think that defense, This it's. I'm not going to say it's quite like this, but it's like France-Morocco. Unstoppable force versus immovable object. And who would have <laughs> ever thought I was going to say that about the Lions and the Jets? But here we are. Here we are. <laughs> That's here crazy, are. but here we are. Crazy. Yeah. Steelers at Panthers. I guess, ooh, man. This is, I got Steelers. CJ? Man, if Pickett is playing, I'll go Steelers. Okay, Trubisky's playing? Hell no. He's terrible. Yeah, no okay, way. okay. Lucas. He's terrible. 
Yeah. You're not taking Nickelodeon's most valuable player? Okay. Well, <laughs> nah, yeah. nah, listen, I, I'm taking that too. <laughs> no, listen, we're on, uh, we're on different pages here with the prediction seems like this week. Me versus Vince and CJ, because I'm going with the Panthers here. Okay, okay. Listen, I think the Panthers are playing for more. They're much closer to obtaining a playoff spot because they have the division right there. Okay. I think that their new coach has given them, Wilkes has given them a new life. He's not putting up with no bullshit. He said, Robbie Anderson, you think you're the guy? All right, be the guy in Arizona then. How about that? You trust um, my guy, Sam Darnold? Okay, thank you, Luke. No, hey, anyway. uh, okay, okay. He, now all of a sudden, he's your guy. Right. <laughs> Give me the pass. USC, we're going to play USC. Come on, man. Anyways, um, Chiefs, Texas. I got Chiefs. Obviously, Chiefs, you guys, uh, Chiefs too? Yes. Okay, Lucas, you got Chiefs Next too? Next question. Okay, okay. Falcons at Saints. Oh, at New Orleans mm. Saints. Oh, Desmond Ritter. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I, I can definitely yeah. see the Falcons winning, though. I can definitely, but it's going to be tough. It's in New Orleans, though. I got Saints. Look, CJ. I'm going to go Saints, too. I'm going to go Saints. Okay. They all look pretty good. He looked, he looked good in the game about <laughs> a couple weeks ago, but not great. Yeah, now, listen, here's the I – got, I got Saints, too. And then here's the fantasy playoff tip, right? Yeah. Okay. Saints defense, okay? Really good defense going against a rookie quarterback. I know defenses don't really matter in fantasy. That's what they told me. But then I played the Browns defense for 31 points a couple weeks ago. That would be my suggestion. Saints defense against a rookie QB, man. You're asking for you're asking for 20 plus points from a defense there. I'm assuming you're. I'm assuming for the Chiefs game, you're playing everybody on the Chiefs pretty much. I'm gonna play. No, actually, I'll probably just stick with Kelsey, Mahomes, and probably Juju. I'm not taking any chances on those other guys in the playoffs. And what about Eagles Bears? Pretty much all Eagles. Okay. 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 <laughs> anyway, I'm just, I'm just asking for the play, playoff people over there. Okay. Cowboys, Jaguars. Ooh, in Jacksonville. Watch out for this one. This could be an upset. Oh, man. I'm going Cowboys, but this can go either way. CJ. I'm going to go Dallas. Yeah. In Jacksonville, sneaky type game. They play well over there. They play well at home, but I'm going to still go Dallas. This Look, seems like a perfect chance for the Jaguars to win me my money back. Okay. Let's go Jacksonville. Okay, okay. Cardinals. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm done with the Cowboys. But Cardinals listen, I do think this is going to be a good game, though. Seriously. Yeah, yeah, man. Cole McCoy versus the – is Russ playing this week? I don't know. Are you playing? Ted Denver. D. Okay, so if Russ plays – oh, fuck. No, I'm taking Broncos either way, honestly. I just it think can, the defense can go is too much. Way. You know what? On the podcast, I'm going Denver at Denver. CJ, what do you got? Yeah, I'm going with, I'm going with the Broncos. Lucas? No, I got Broncos either way. I don't care who plays. Okay. Here we go. Pat- Patriots at Raiders. I got Patriots. CJ. Oh, my gosh. What's the case for the win- to- for today- this week's win for you guys? I'm going to go with my guys. It's going to be ugly. I'm scared of Devontae Adams, man. It's very scared. Very scared. But I think New England, they figured it out. I think they figured it out. Get the W. Lucas, how do you feel? Lucas, how do you feel about this game? You know I'm going with the Patriots, man. I can't stand this fraud. He never should have been a head coach. Okay, <laughs> listen, I got uh, – honestly, the other day I almost fell out of my chair watching the Raiders. I seen a crack toss on third and nine. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, I thought McDaniels was back coaching my team, but thank God it was not. Now, listen, he's probably better than Patricia, but uh, at the end of the day – just did a screen this time. That's what it was. <laughs> no, but at the end of the day, listen, I said he might be better than Patricia. Okay, guess what? Patrick Beverly's better than Smush Parker. If you get the reference, you get the reference, dude. One guy's not that good. He's better than a guy who's bad. Okay, I'm like, exactly. So, That's a good reference. <laughs> no, so at the end of the day here, I'm taking the Patriots. And then I think that what we should watch for here is Steve Belichick 
you know, through in this little wrinkle. That's why I mentioned the cover three cloud. Okay. What he does is he jams the other team's top receiver at the line of scrimmage and press man with Jabril Peppers mostly, plays cover three cloud behind him. I think that's what we're going to do with Devontae to try and limit him, at least limit the big plays mostly. You're, they're going to take things underneath from Devontae, but you got to limit the big plays. Okay. Titans at Chargers. I got Chargers. CJ? I got the Chargers. Okay. Lucas? Yeah, give me the Chargers, man. Herbo. Bengals at Bucks. I had this game on CBS. I'm going Bengals over Bucks. CJ? Yeah, I got to go Cincinnati. Just don't trust uh, Tampa Bay. Lucas? I'm taking Cincinnati. And if you're a Tampa Bay fan, just go spend time with the fam that day. Go on a picnic, dude. You don't want to watch this. I was going to ask man. you. On, damn, damn, you read my mind. Damn. <laughs> Listen, I already knew you were going to ask me. You were already going to ask me what Tampa Bay fans should do. Go watch the Tampa Bay Lightning. Okay, they got a pretty exciting squad over <laughs> They're there. They're good. Next. At least they won championship in a second. But the Giants at Commanders. Lucas, I want you to go first. How do you feel about this? Do you think, do you think this game could go either way? Is it the uh, yeah. How do you feel? No, I got the Giants relatively comfortably. And here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. The Patriots and Raiders are going to get flexed out of Sunday night for this game, which <laughs> I think makes sense. But now that it's been flexed out, the Patriots are going to have a – it's going to be like an unbelievable game between the Patriots and the Raiders, and this is going to be a boring game where the Giants <laughs> win by two scores. Of course, now they flexed them into prime time. So give Always me the Giants. Happens. Always happens that way. Okay, CJ, what do you got? Last game was a tie. I'm going to go Commanders, guys. I'm going to go Commanders. Uh, Heineke, Terry McLaurin, is just, they don't have an answer for that guy over there. So I'm, oh, I'm that's my guy. Yes, he's a beast. Scary Terry's a beast. All right, I'm going with the Commanders as well. Rams at Taylor Packers. CJ. Rams at Packers, Monday night football. Give me hmm. Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers versus Baker. Yeah. Ha, interesting. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go Green Bay. Okay, I know I'm going Green Bay because there's no way in Ro- in hell Rodgers will lose to Baker Mayfield. Lucas. <laughs> oh, they said there was no way Tom Brady would lose to Brock Purdy, but at the end of the day, <laughs> but at the end of the day, here I'm definitely taking. I'm Green Bay. I think the AJ Dillon Renaissance is very real. They need to establish the run. They can't just air it out 50 times. This is not Aaron Rodgers of old. So give me give me the Packers by. They are going to cover by at least double digit points, man. Okay, before we go. Do you guys think Dylan Hurts will get the MVP? Look real quick. Say yes or no. Uh, yes, and then before we go, dude, also shout out to Mac Jones for telling Matt Patricia to fuck off. How about that? CJ, yes. what about you? Yes? Yes, Dylan Hurts MVP. Okay, Dylan Hurts MVP. Yes, yes. All right, that should be it for episode 30. CJ, tell everybody your social media. Everybody can follow you. There you go. Yeah, cjames9 underscore on Twitter, cj.james9 on IG. My Twitter has my link tree on my podcast. I'm working on the hard count live on Tuesdays, all NFL. At 9 o'clock, I'll be about to go live in a little bit. All the people watching, make sure you guys check that out. Count the Bucket, all things NBA. That's live on Sundays at 9.30 p.m. Thank you guys for Of course, bro. Lucas. It doesn't really matter. Don't follow me. It's all good. But CJ, appreciate you having me on the show again, bro. You're such a great guest. We'll have to have you back on for the draft talk. And also, yes. we might have to we might have to mix in a hoops talk segment because Vince knows I get a little bit spicy with my hoops takes than my NFL takes. I think we, we would have some great conversations. So Vince, maybe we mix a little hoops talk after my Laker after my Celtics kick your Lakers ass tonight. Vince, how about that? Yeah, fuck Celtics. <laughs> fuck Celtics. Anyways, you guys can follow me at respectable Vink. Have a Baker on Clubhouse. Can't wait to the podcast for the actual Baker. By the way, her birthday is next week. 
Happy birthday, Ashley. And happy birthday, Jody Gray, by the way. I don't know Jody. Anyways, guys. Yes, sir. He gets Thanks. Desmond Ritter as a birthday present. Congratulations. Okay, anyways. Lucas, you have a good Tuesday. Same with you. DJ, have a good week. See you guys. Love you guys. Great job, folks. Peace.